0: secrets from a coach, thrive and maximise your potential in the evolving workplace. Your weekly podcast with Debbie Green of Wishfish and Laura Thompson of Phenomenal Training. Debs.
1: Laura, you all
0: right? Yeah, I'm good. How are you doing?
1: Yeah, I'm doing all right, actually. Busy all week again, but all good.
0: Yeah. Interesting time, isn't it? In fact, I think... Four people messaged me separately yesterday, and in various different ways of expressing it, were basically saying, interesting time. Mm. (laughs) So there seems to be a lot going on. And a couple of the conversations that I've been having, um, not within Teams, but kind of little catch-ups people are having with me on the side, is about how they want to make work work moving forward. So, given all the change as a result of the pandemic, it seems that there are quite a few people who are now thinking, do I want to go back to how things were before? I don't know if I want to spend all of my time commuting or stuck on the motorway. So, it's been interesting how, regardless of different industries or different types of roles, there seems to be quite a lot of processing and thinking at the moment about how might I adapt and adjust moving forward and what does that mean now so I can sort of set up for it going well. In your experience with all your coaching devs, how easy is it for people to adapt and adjust?
1: Yeah, good question. I was just working with somebody this afternoon, actually, who would this was their second coaching session. So they'd set themselves some actions about doing just that, adapting and adjusting in their current environment and doing something different. So they could have that work-life harmony going on as well so that they weren't always working in the office or on their stairs or whatever. And one of their actions was to create their home office and make it a proper one. It was about changing over their um, phone so they had their work phone that was absolutely there and shutting the door at the end of the day. And catching up with them today, they've absolutely nailed it. So 15 years of doing the same old, same old that they've always done and wondering why they're feeling a bit anxious or stressed, they've made that adjustment. And the difference was incredible to see um, as we were doing the call this afternoon just to catch up on that second session. So if you want it, In two sessions, once you set your mind to it, you can absolutely make that adjustment and change.
0: Wow. And you know, the phrase that just went through my mind is a change is as good as a rest. How energising it is for anyone who's maybe feeling a bit fatigued by life at the moment. I think it can also weigh on your mind of, well, I think I want to make a change. So let's say someone might be toying with uh, making a change in their career or switching industry and thinking, oh, I don't know if I've got the energy to do that. And actually what that little case study reminds us of is it can be energising and give you more energy when you actually make a change because it just brings with it that sense of relief, empowerment, whatever it may be and sometimes it's the fear of change that holds us back at, compared to the actual change itself.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. And I think it's that but to, like talking it out, I think with somebody else and just saying this is what I'm thinking of doing, let me just talk it through so that you've got it out of your head because, you know, then you can it's out and then you go, right, now what do I do with it? Rather than let it rattle around and not go anywhere. The more we talk it out, the more you can see it for what it actually is and decide what you want to do.
0: Yeah. I mean, our core mission for the podcast is about... um discussing and sharing ideas and meeting with people to discuss the skills required for this evolving workplace that we're sort of finding us in and I think just to go right back to the kind of core of what makes a great career well how our grandparents might have considered a great career it might have been getting a good job and it's a job for life is very different from how our generation look at it and of course the future generations I was just looking at some stats around careers and at the moment the average career number of career changes as someone might have in their lifetime is between five and seven times. Now, whether that's a job change, so you stay within the same industry, or whether you shift industries, but like the book, The 100 Year Life book that we've referenced before, we're going to be living and therefore working for longer. So 60 years is a long time spent like you're in a career that drains you yeah. As opposed to energises you. So I think, you know, there's nothing like a bit of change like the whole world has been put through to make you think about actually what works for me. Are there some changes I want to put forward? And um, sometimes I think it can be really encouraging to hear other people's career stories of how they've adapted and adjusted. So, um, how exciting! You've got to catch up with Tom Willis, who uh, is currently the chief executive officer for Shore and Port. Um, We worked with him um, in his role as security director at Heathrow. And, you know, the one word for me that sums up whenever I think of Tom is energy. (gasps) He just oozes energy and impact. And he was always so great to work with. So you got a chance to catch up with him and pick his brains about adapting and adjusting to new workplaces.
1: Yeah, I did, and it was it was really good to hear what he had to say about it and his advice to people that may be in a similar position. You know, thinking about how do you make that adjustment or that change, and and knowing yeah you know, how you can do that and do it well. So yeah, I hope you enjoy um, the conversation that we had with him, Law. Hi, Tom. It's so good that you've been able to take some time out of your crazy schedule to join us and to just share a bit around what you're doing in relation to adapting and flourishing and embracing change and moving forward in what you're doing. So nice to see you, Tom.
2: It's great to have the opportunity to talk with you, Deb.
1: Good. So, as always, I always have questions that I've got to ask um, of you. And, um, you know, so it'd be good if we could just explore some of that, if we can go a bit further. So, um, if that's all right with you, you know, you, in my experience and, and having worked with you um, before at Heathrow and, and, you know, from there, you know, your ability to adapt and to adjust and flourish in different industries has been just amazing to watch. So, what do you think has enabled you to do that?
2: Oh, well, it's very kind of you to say. I mean, I, I think... I start from a place, Deb, that thinks, um, you know, you never stop learning. Um, and I think I would say, you know, regardless or particularly important of how senior you are in an organisation, I think the more senior you are, the more learning you have to do. Um, and then I think within that, what, what helps me keep learning is, uh, you know, you've got to listen really hard. You've got to ask some great, great questions of people. Um, and I think that helps you learn about different environments and keep building your skill set.
1: Yeah, and they're really—they're just—they seem quite simple skills, really, don't they? To listen well and ask great questions, but they don't always come naturally to some people, do they? Around that, so I suppose, how do you ensure that that becomes your—you know—your your mantra? That's what you always do. How do you ensure that you've kept that consistency going for
2: you? It's, it's a great question because they're certainly not things that come naturally to me. Um, I, I'm an—most people who know me, I'm—I'm I'm an extrovert. I can certainly talk. Um, and so listening is something I've had to get a lot better at and um, uh, you know, work on myself and so I think having good reminders uh, internally uh, and what I mean by that is you know what are the voices saying to yourself when you're on your way into work in the morning uh, particularly when the pressure's on because when pressure's on people can revert to preferred types I certainly can and so having good reminders that um, you know, when the pressure's on, is a good day for extra listening. I think is is really important, and it's also challenging that when you know we still work in uh, in, in lots of organisations in very hierarchical um, cultures, and people expect those at the top in some environments to have lots of answers. And you have to remind yourself, particularly if you're changing sector and you're moving through different environments, that you're not someone that's going to have all the answers, particularly to technical or um, uh you know, some of the more complex points uh around things that maybe have happened in organizations previously so you've got to ask ask good questions of the people that have the answers
1: yeah yes yeah definitely <laughs> i love that and going from there so i suppose you know obviously with what's been happening over the last year and a bit and people have had to change industries and things like that what advice would you share with someone else who's you know looking to change industries or be able to take their skills to a different place of work what would you what advice would you give them
2: well, and it sounds very, very obvious, but the first is to say is to go for it because um, people have um, uh, often more skills than they think they have. And, uh, you yeah, know, organisations can overcomplicate things. And, you know, great organisations are about people, customers, uh, behaviours and processes and how those sort of four things interact, builds an organization's culture. And, uh, you know, if you know about those four things in any organisation you've worked, you can just reapply that in a different way uh, within different contexts. I would also encourage people to think not just about sectors. I've been really fortunate in my career that I've been able to work in the public sector, the private sector, and also more recently in the third sector. And all of those environments are not only sort of different industries, but different, um, you know, they create very different organisational drivers and very different outcomes. And I've learned a lot um, from working in all three. And so I, I would encourage people to think about not necessarily, you know, I, I've maybe worked, you know, in transport and now I want to work in retail. Um, you know, think about, um, you know, completely different um, organisational setups because there's, there's, there's rich learning there.
1: So I suppose that leads nicely onto what have you learned about your own leadership and teamship over your career so far?
2: Wow, I mean, what haven't I learned? Um, <laughs> a, a lot, um, I think. I've learned about surrounding myself with, with with great people. I enjoy working with people that really stretch me. Working with people that I can I can learn different things from. If you ask me about sort of leadership, organisational leadership in, in in a sort of sentence, I would say. You know, leadership about creating you know a great environment that people want to be part of um, and that sounds really simple but I, um, as I said earlier I think keeping things simple is, is is really important and I think if you can for a period of time because it is about period period of time um, as a leader you operate you know within a moment um, if you can and I've been fortunate enough to create a number of and work with a number of really good teams you um, in, in my career and that's about getting you know, a great bunch of people in a room and creating something that's worth worth working really hard for um, and, and, and worth uh, people committing to and a number of times I've, I've been part of teams that have done that and it's been incredibly rewarding.
1: Yeah. And I suppose that's that, um, you know, testament, as you said, it's bringing people with you, isn't it? And um, how, how can them be shaped the future, the culture? What do they want to do? And, you know, and I suppose that's, you know, you've always, certainly when, you know, the time we worked with you, you know, that championing people development and getting people to focus on their own personal development has been something I've always noticed that you really encouraged and um, with people and I've watched them have that opportunity to then grow and they've gone on to you know bigger and better things so how important do you think that is and and why why do you really encourage that in people
2: well I mean I think it's everything Deb really and and I mean I've worked for organizations where you know in certain parts of the organization people have sort of got very frustrated with you know there isn't enough talent around here, and we need to be sort of bringing everyone, bringing different people in to the organisation, etc. And I, I sort of come from a place that says, you know, if, if there isn't, if you don't think there's enough talent, you're not looking hard enough, or yeah, you're not you're true. not setting the organisation up to to, yeah. to to develop that and grow that. And in a number of my roles, we've got really good at identifying and nurturing talent and helping people grow. And that really is you know, one of the factors of you know, what I would describe really high-performing teams and high-performing organisations. You've got suddenly lots and lots of people growing, lots and lots of people moving through the organisation, which is you know, challenging those above. It's creating um, you know, interesting career paths for people. You're, you're not spending effort and energy you know, searching the market, onboarding, um, and you've got this huge, I guess the most important thing, you've then got this huge sense of loyalty and commitment to what people are trying to do because it isn't a transaction you know you, you know, we spend an awful lot of time at work if, if you if it's just a transaction you know i will put in these hours and i will get a paycheck you're going to get a very limited level of engagement and a limited level of performance if someone is getting an opportunity to grow as a human being as part of being you know within that organization that unlocks the real magic and uh the real uh, the re- real high performance um, for the organisation. So, yeah, and then I guess the final point I would say on that is, you know, when we all, you know, it, 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 you're a point in time in organisations and when you leave and you move on and you decide to do something different, what's left really are the people and the relationships and the people that have moved on and the people that have grown as a result. And if you can, I think you've done your job as a leader, if you're moving on and you can look back and see various people who have grown as a result of being part of what you tried to do and, and move forward. And that's what, that's certainly what I'm in it for anyway.
1: Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know, changing industries again, because that's, that's that bit, isn't it? You always want to learn, want to develop, want to you know, bring something with you. So what advice would you have given to your younger self based on what you now know? I
2: think I would say to myself, have more fun. Definitely. Right. I would also yeah. say to myself, don't work so hard. Yeah, you know, one of the opportunities when I when I look back, I've had a huge amount of fun in my career so far, but I ha- I have worked incredibly hard. But then thinking of my younger self, I probably wouldn't have listened to either piece either piece of advice. Um I I think knowing myself and certainly knowing my younger self, um, I, I probably wouldn't have heard either.
1: Right. Okay. So, so again, you weren't going to listen to you either. <laughs> listen to your own advice. <laughs> I love that. So I suppose that bit then it says, how do you then make sure you do create that work life balance or harmony, as we, we call it, because we don't always get a balance in work life, do we? So, you know, how, how would you go about you know, making sure that you do have that harmonious um, approach to work life? What do you do to maintain that?
2: I mean, I think I'll be the first to say it's something I'm not very good at. Um, okay. I'm, 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 and yeah, and, and, I, and I think part of, you know, uh, trying to be a good leader is understanding where, where where you're strong and understanding where you've got some work to do. Um, and and I, I'm very passionate about what I've been trying to do in, in, in my career and that can be quite all-consuming. Um, and so I certainly wouldn't be somebody that would give advice on uh, creating a good work-life balance. Um uh, i i wouldn't yeah put myself forward um for an award in that area, and that's being very honest
1: <laughs> yeah no that's cool that's what you, what you always were anyway so which is really cool so I suppose if you were to sum up your leadership approach in two words, what would be those two words
2: two words um, mm. I would say and it's something we talk about in terms of our values in our current uh, in, in, in my current role I would say um yeah, one of our values is all in. And they're my two words um, in that, you know, my, my career, I've had a huge amount of fun um, with it. Um, I've, been, I've been very, very committed to it. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not someone who does things by halves. I'm, I'm, I'm a fairly all-in um, sort of person. Uh, and, you know, I think going for it's quite important
1: yeah definitely. and I always remember you know that when we first started doing some of the work previous in the previous company, you know that quote that you wish is you 'd be the change you want to see in the world when you know some people had just heard that or saw that for the very first time, I think you watch them go, Oh, can I do that? It was like giving permission to them to be able to be the change they want to see um but knowing that as you said they're supported and you're there to listen and create that space for them which is you know amazing to hear really so thank you i really appreciate that as well tom for your time because i know you're busy um to come and to share some of your wisdom um with us which is really cool so thank you
2: great to talk with you thanks very much
0: thank you Oh, Devs, that was so good to hear Tom again. I mean, God, what a what a guy! Um, and I think really encouraging for anyone who is either in a career at the moment, feeling a bit lost or stuck or uncertain. Or to be fair, all of us are going to be returning or shifting into a different workplace because it's not going to be the same again. There are so few organisations that we work with who are saying every single person is going to go back to the office every single day, it's it's not going to be the same moving forward. So whether that is adapting in your current role that you've always had and what that means moving forward, or for anyone that is toying with the idea of making a change, I just think it's so encouraging what he said. What was his phrase he said? Um, go for it, wasn't it? It was about yeah. that if you, if you think it would change, yeah, just go for yeah. it all in. What was your main takeaway from his... Conversation.
1: Yeah. I, uh, what I love was he said, you actually have more skills than you think you have. And I really, I really like that because that's some of the things that we hear, you know, when we're coaching is that bit that people underestimate their abilities. And, you know, getting them to remind themselves of that is really important. And, and that self-talk thing um, as well, you know, what are you saying about yourself to yourself and being ready? Um, and the other thing, as always, which is always my go-to, is that listening, you know, and listening really well to people, um, which is really key in to get the best out of people, to understand them even better. So they were the key, you know, as part from a few others, they were the main key things that I took away from that conversation.
0: Yeah, I, I, yeah. I mean, that's very similar to what I took away as well, which is, you know, as well as our opposable thumbs, one of the gifts of being human is our enormous ability to adapt and adjust. Just think of all what we've done so far, just even to get to the stage where we're at mm. now. And I think sometimes um, we we get uh, we get a really interesting insight, I think, to different industries because we work across such a breadth of sectors. And sometimes you can be with a client and you sort of think, what is it you do again? Oh, yeah, because the conversations feel so similar, whether it's it's trains planes whether it's product whether it's service and actually I think as he said it boils down to people customers behaviors and process and I think he's spot on and I remember a phrase someone said to me about how you know 70% of any job is basically admin um, and uh, you know potentially 70% of every profession every role is pretty similar. It's just then the top bit, um, the, the 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 kind of upper 30% that is men either culturally or professionally, the different types of tasks you might be doing. But I think that's hugely inspiring. So if anyone is thinking, right, I've been doing this particular thing for X amount of years, I fancy a change. If there's any part of that mind talk which is, oh, I don't know anything about that world. Well, you know about the world and you know about people. So that's yeah. probably pretty much <laughs> half of the learning already. And the next you can learn on the job, which is what any forward-thinking environment would want anyway because i think this is the liberating thing about all these unprecedented times no business or organization or sector is the same as what it was so the fact you weren't working there historically is probably quite an asset because you can bring across all this fresh insight and learn and and grow together because it's new for us all
1: Yeah, definitely. And I think, and that, you know, links in with that, being able to just listen and learn. You know, as you said, you never never stop learning. But if you listen and you listen well, then you can ask the right questions, which is what, you know, he also mentioned. And that bit that says... By asking the question to be curious about what's going on and and explore and and you know go in and, and think about what do I want to know here and ask it, then you know you'll get the they get the answer because people want to tell you, you know, they want to help you and support you, which is you know his point around about being able to surround yourself with really good good people um, that are similar, wanting the same thing and to move forward. And they're quite happy to have
0: those conversations to share their knowledge and experience. Mm, Yeah, I thought it was brilliant. What's the phrase that we used a lot um, recently? You're never too young to lead and you're never too old to learn. You know, it's who you are tomorrow that is probably more um, relevant for the future than who you are yesterday. So, you know, I think that's really inspiring for anyone that is kind of thinking, oh, you know, I'm too long in the tooth to make a change. What?
1: You've got years ahead of you. (laughs) yeah you have got years ahead of you and I know I I, I always say that I always said you know am I going to retire no I'll be just keep on working because you never stop right Um, so it's that bit that says when we read the 100 year life it goes yeah that'll probably be me I'll still be coaching at 90 so that might be that might be quite hysterical but hey let's just go with it
0: (laughs) so as always you know the secret of coaching is to take some action I guess so my um, call to action would be think of someone in your life who you know is feeling a little bit lost or stuck and just needs some of that positive encouragement to maybe think a little bit differently whether it's returns to the same role but different workplace or thinking about Mm -hmm. making a switch share this podcast with them let us know how they get on because we're all kind of evolving together so share the secret that would be my call to action for you devs what would be your call to action to bring this to life
1: yeah, to bring this up, I think that bit that says um, "remember the skills that you bring." I think you you have so many skills. So you know, do a bit of an audit on yourself and go, yeah, what am I really good at? And then remind yourself of those regularly. Oh.
0: Oh, yeah and you know my little tip as well if you find it much easier to think about all your weaknesses write those weaknesses down and then flip an opposite so let's say someone might say I'm oh, not very good at strategic thinking so if you write that down you're probably awesome at reactive thinking and yeah. thinking on the yes. spot and thinking under pressure so sometimes that yin to the yang if you're someone that has a tendency to think well oh, I'm not very good at this and you can quickly list those um then uh, actually that's a really interesting insight into what you probably are pretty good at which would be the yeah. opposite of that weakness that that you've
1: written down. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. And practice that, flipping, as you said, flipping your thinking, really important because our brain can think both sides it can think positive stuff and it can think negative stuff so yeah it's quite capable of doing both if you let it and
0: Debs on that note about negative thinking we're going to be all over that topic next month it's mental health month and we're going to be focusing on all sorts of tips practical day-to-day ways of keeping our mindset as positive and as future focused as possible in light of some of the most challenging circumstances that we're all finding ourselves in so stay with us next month Real focus on mental health Health awareness yeah. Right, well, have an amazing week. That was so fab to hear from Tom. As always, it's just such a breath of fresh air, isn't it? Listening to other people's stories and learning. And the gift of a podcast is we can learn and develop our skill set on the go. You know, we don't have to sort of stop to learn. We can learn as we go. So have a wonderful week, Debs.
1: And you, Laura. Love you. Lovely. Bye. Bye.
0: We hope you've enjoyed this episode. We'd love to hear from you. Drop us an email on at AOL.com or follow us on Instagram at Secrets from a Coach.